Sunday night at eleven thirty-six. What better time to do a podcast? Do you but know where it's your Sunday. Are? <laughs> We're doing podcasting at eleven thirty-six because we have children. <laughs> <laughs> right? We know where reals. our child is. Yeah, he's asleep. He's asleep, which is you know real nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, on the next episode, he will be a major part of it. He so. is going to podcast. Jack is going to have his first podcast episode. Podcasting debut. Although, you know, knock on wood, unless he gets some nerves, you know, as long as he likes it. Yeah, he'd be fine. He's done <laughs> podcasts on his tablet. Yeah, but I mean, he didn't have to interview a real person that he's well, excited about. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah. So we actually have a guest coming soon we are working out the details dun, dun, dun. to interview Saul Paul who is a musician with a message and he just put out a fantastic um, album for kids and so Jack is going to help us interview him and we're super stoked about it and it's going to be fun all right well hello everybody this is your friend and neighborhood podcasters coach and kimberly here with creation curve leadership where we love alliteration <laughs> that's not our tagline yeah, but it might be you're such a pug so we season two season three of creation curve leadership ben makes up a crappy tagline for every episode <laughs> <laughs> this has potential. Let's do that. <laughs> we we do have a little bit of alliteration worked in to this podcast, though. I'm not going to lie. Deliberately. On purpose and everything. <laughs> <laughs> because we value it. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So that does bring us into, you know, not so subtly <laughs> our topic. I'm really known for my subtlety. Yeah. My demure, quiet. Mm -hmm. Like a freight train subtlety. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Compared to you, I'm subtle. Well, I guess that's true. That's, that's a true thing. <laughs> so today we're talking about values. But don't sign off. I know that you've heard a lot of podcasts about values. Some people are like, wah, wah. wah. <laughs> but <laughs> we are excited to talk about it because we've been having this ongoing conversation with some people about busyness specifically. And the problem that people feel like, you know, you know that feeling where we're just so you're so busy in this season. If you can just get past this thing and this thing and this thing, then you can like take a breath and. And then you, know, you can live calm your life down and say hello to your children and, you know, be present in a way that you haven't been able to for the past six years. So or 12. We, we get to this point where we're, we're always waiting to the next thing because we're in these seasons that are incredibly busy. It's like a mantra in our culture. Like, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so busy. Just so busy and tired. Right. Right. People are so busy, but they're not benefiting. Right. You know, they're not moving any needles. They're just running from one activity to the next. And we hear this all the time. We hear in, you know, from our from our friends, we hear from people that we like and we know and we love. And we hear from people we don't like. And we hear from people in the media. Everybody, and, everybody says it. Yeah. It's like, it's like it's your like proof, proof of existence. Are you living a good life? Well, I'm very busy. <laughs> well, congratulations. That's... So is everyone. <laughs> so... So there's that. <laughs> and yet they still like mainline whole seasons of things on Netflix. No. But we're so busy. Nobody does that. I mean, I do that. 
<laughs> when life is good. <laughs> yeah, but then it just feels like we're digging holes and filling them back in. Right. It's the feeling of being very busy, but feeling like there's no movement in your life. No impact. Right. Like like things aren't changing in one direction or the other. It's just it's just a maintaining of like there's always something that that you have to do, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, what I've heard a lot of people start to talk about in this last, I don't know, two years, maybe, and maybe longer. And maybe it's just because, you know, um, you know, maybe it's just, you know, where, where I'm at in my life or whatever it is. But I hear a lot of people say, oh, well, you just need to be more intentional. Yeah, babe, just be more intentional. You need some more, more intentionality in what you're doing. I want intentionality in my life. Uh, you know, and every time I hear that, I'm like, intentional about what? Netflix. I mean, right? <laughs> because Stranger Things season two is coming up. <laughs> right? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> what things are we not going to so that we can watch the entire season of Stranger Things in two days? Because that might have happened in the first season. <laughs> yeah. But we can confirm nor deny we that. We cannot confirm or deny <laughs> that we watch that whole show in two days. Yeah. But, Sleep is overrated when TV <laughs> is so good. But nevertheless, it's, uh, I, I, I don't know, man. I'm just like, you know, a lot of people are intentional about uh, about Netflix. But the question is, what what is the intention? Because it's impossible to be, it's impossible to be intentional without an actual, oh, I don't know, intention. What? Ah, it's just crazy talk. Come on. You're expecting a lot of people here. <laughs> I know, right? No, seriously, though, if you have an intention, then you can be intentional. But That's if you, what the whole if you means, don't right? have an intention, then you're, you're like kind of the opposite. You're kind of just wandering. You're just wandering frantically through your life. <laughs> so it doesn't feel like wandering, but it's just like... You know, you have you have a you have a schedule of time and then the world, people, your boss, like the TV, you know, people are um, happy to fill that. time. Yeah. Everybody says, hey, what what do you do on Saturday? Do you have this time? And you look at it and you say that blank is open. Sure. I guess you can have it. But there's not a lot of intentionality. It's just who asked for it first. Right. Right. And and I'm, I'm using asked for it in a metaphorical way because sometimes it's a person asking you if you can have coffee that day but then sometimes it's a to-do list that you said yes to 12 things because you don't like to say no (laughs) i don't know anyone who has a problem with that at this table and it's not ben but not me (laughs) i mean he's like no (laughs) No, how many ways can i say i ain't doing that (laughs) definitely no still no yeah it's because he he has to to make up for how many times I say yes to things because it's it just feels bad to say no. And so all of a sudden you have 12 things that you're supposed to do in this day and then you're running around like a crazy person, but none of those things actually move your values forward. They never they don't move you in the direction that you want to go and potentially they cost money. So you're getting broker as you're <laughs> chasing these like Chasing, chasing uh, whatever, what? whatever, That's the question. whatever materialized what in front of you and asked asked you for something, and you're like, sure, and then you just chase it around, but there's not a lot of intention there. Yeah, and so our life works better when we keep in mind 
what we're what we're trying to move toward and then we say yes and no to things based on those ideas of what we're moving toward or we actually specifically block out time for the things that are important to us and there are some words that we can use about this and usually people use the word value well yeah it's like the most rambly way to say that ever i'm sorry (laughs) well yeah because there's you can't have a clear goal if you don't have any clear values right if there's not stuff that's important to you Mm -hmm. you know i hear a lot of people say oh we gotta set goals i work hard do you work hard my goal is to work hard do you have goals yeah, and so the, I get I get a little frustrated because you know people start talking about goals, but they they forget that you know you have to actually identify the things that actually are important to you first, right? You know, and those a lot of people talk you know like there's a Dilbert cartoon about values being uh, imaginary, and <laughs> um, I think that may be the problem with a lot of I think it's kind of. I wonder a, if we could find it for the show notes. Yeah, we we'll need to find awesome. that because it's, it's funny, you know. But it's also very telling because in a lot of corporations and a lot of businesses, you know, we the values are treated like they're imaginary and just get in the way of real work, quote unquote. And so that's something that I think that a lot of folks are starting to rebel against, even. Yeah, and I think in the workplace we're also used to big corporate efforts to define mission and values that then get completely ignored moving forward. Mm -hmm. So we we spend a a number of days locked in a room, splicing words, driving each other freaking crazy. (laughs) And then we just go back to our jobs and we do exactly what we did before. And so I think it's cheapened the idea of values. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it really has. I mean, and then there's so many times these, we have these these corporate value statements that end up in these crazy long books. Like there's a corporation I know, they they have it's, it's I think it's like 68 pages worth of values. Well, that sounds awesome, <laughs> right? <It> sounds. It's, <laughs> who's going to sit down and read that? I mean, no one's going to read that. It sits on a shelf, you know. But someone got paid to write it. Oh, I'm sure they did, and that's fantastic. <laughs> and you know, I'm not saying that those values aren't good because you know what, they probably are. Right. But they need to be accessible, mm-hmm. and they can't be in a book because you know what? Ain't nobody going to pull down that book during the workday. It's just not happening. Okay, so if you feel like you're busy but you're not benefiting, and you know it's hard to be intentional without intentions, then there's kind of two things that need to happen. And the first thing is you need to know what you value, you need to set your values, and, and, and that can be an evolving thing. Right. You need to be mm-hmm. clear on what you value, and then you need to actually attach your activity to the values. You have to <gasps> let, let the values actually guide your goals and your activity. So let's start with talking about how, how do you set values, and let's talk about it in two ways. Let's talk about it in in a personal way first, and uh-huh. let's talk about leading because this is a leadership podcast. Right. So we could talk about that if you want. Yeah. So I think it's not enough just to say that, and here's what, here's what I hear a lot of people talk about when we start talking about values. What's, so Ben, what do you value? Yeah. Oh, family. Oh, family. Family's yes. important to me. God. Yeah. And, you know, uh, you know, the my career, well, I value my career. Mm-hmm. 
you might as well start talking about how you value long walks on the beach, romantic dinners, and nice movies. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's the same, the same, you know, same kind of blah, 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 because it doesn't mean anything. Family is not a value. Family is a category. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, what is the value that you want for your family? Mm-hmm. What about what about family is important to you? Right. What's the What's the desire for a family that's well lived? You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So, for example, like I know a lot of people would probably say that the default story behind family is security. Okay. Yeah, and that's a yeah. fair value that's to say. Value. Like my family mm-hmm. is financially and physically secure mm-hmm. as much as any human is able to be. That could be your value. Right. That could be a value. You know, personally, our family, we have decided that our fa- part of our family values is a life of adventure. Right. You know, and that's partially why we're doing this podcast right now, you know, <laughs> and doing the things that we're doing uh, because we like adventure. We want to take Jack on these amazing adventures. We've had the, some great opportunity to do, to do that. Right. But that's a value for us. An adventure in our family, you know, uh, overtakes a lot of the other things that you know that are traditional quote unquote family values, and so there's and and there's nothing wrong with having security versus adventure, you know. But the, that question, but you need to identify that. I right. Think. I, I think the important thing to note is that if you were to say, "Is family important to you?" and then and then you asked us that, and we would of course say yes because we're not sociopaths. <laughs> and so what what that looks like for us the way that we play that out might look very different than it looks for someone whose value is to be um, accepted in a a certain social world, Mm, for example, or to make sure that their family is secure as, as the, as the main priority right? or um, to make sure that their family um, all agrees on a certain ideology Mm-hmm. You you see that in in religion and politics and you know various reasons and we could go down a, I'm sure a long list of you know when when you say family is important what does that mean for you and you know adventure isn't the exhaustive list of what it means for us it's just one value um, of ours. but it's it's a high value of ours and it's not it's one that goes against the grain in a lot of ways um, especially in a in a suburban culture you know mm-hmm. we're here in Austin so we get to. Be a little more adventurous get to without get to people like giving a crap about like, that. Like, yeah, man, right on. <laughs> Austin's a a laid back, adventurous city, you know. But um, you know, not everybody likes our values. A lot of people think we should go a different route. Some people are like, oh. Oh. <laughs> and that's okay because you know when some of those people go. Oh. I'm like, okay, well, then we're doing something right, you know. But also, I think that the important thing to us is that we I, that we examine our values. Right. We you know? know who we are. We know who we want our family to be, and we can articulate that. Mm-hmm. And so if we can articulate that, we can look at our activity and say, are we living this value? Right. right. You know, have, have we planned any trips? Have we... Um, been moving together in in our bodies you know like that is a question for me you know is jack spending a lot of time sitting on the couch with the tablet or are we together experiencing something because that is part of our value and so we can look at that value of adventure and then we can look at our activity and see if it lines up yeah yeah i think that the idea that you can actually 
plan and well first of all i think a lot of, a lot of people don't realize that they can actually that they actually can take control of their time right and that they actually can select the conditions that they want to see in their life and then they need to build those conditions mm-hmm. they need to identify the things that they want to and they you know it's fine if you select the conditions in the story that have been handed down to you, if you look at your at your past family values or from society or religion or whatever, and you select those values, like, yes, those are the values that I do want in my life. Yes, those are the things that, yes, those are important to me. And you're going to have values about your career. You're going to have values about your dreams. You're going to have values about what's sacred to you. you know. But stop and actually examine mm-hmm. the stories. Don't just take the defaults because that's where we see a lot of people floundering because they've accepted the defaults. And you know what? The default wasn't that great to begin with. Right. And that's where we need to start thinking, okay, what's that's where the quote unquote intentionality comes in, mm-hmm. you know, because it's almost a cliche, you know, but well, it should be intentional. Be. Yeah, just be intentional about something, about about anything. You know, be intentional about you know uh, about the bandanas that your dog wears. That's fantastic. But you know, I mean, latte does look real cute, right? In a bandana, it's a whole thing our dog's doing right now. But but you know, be (laughs) but select it. You know, be you know, and, and actually select what's important to you, and then build to that thing. And I think that if if we start seeing more people do that in their personal lives, right. That can translate then, because people, once they do it in their personal lives, then they know how to do it in business, at the very least, Mm -hmm. because it's very easy to do uh, something that you already know how when you walk into the doors of a shop. You know, you already know, oh, I know how to attach my time to a value. Maybe. I I feel like I disagree a little bit. I think some people are really... I feel like some people are really good at this at work and then when they they just play out whatever story is handed to them in their family mm. because that they feel like a good mom does this or a, a successful husband does this and they're not thinking about where it's moving their family. But a lot of workplaces do have goal setting in place and you at least are trying mm-hmm. to move towards, you know, like um, our friend Susan C who was on our podcast, I don't know, a while ago. <laughs> Probably just back. a couple episodes back because of our awesome consistency lately in podcasting. But um, anyway, Susan, she, I don't think we talked about this in the episode, but she has a family, which has seven kids and mm-hmm. she started using smart goals, like corporate, you know, those smart, right? like it yeah. is an a- acronym for something. You know, it has to be all these measurable and you know, whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> I remember the M in smart goals just rocking this podcast right now. <laughs> anyway, she uses the smart goals for her family because she realized why, why can't we use this, this structure? It's really helpful in the corporate world. And so I think you might be good at it on one side or the other, and you can take that learning mm. into the other half of your life, so to speak. But let's talk about it from a corporate career kind of values way. Okay. So, you know, we use the example in in our personal life about family being a value. Um, When we're in our career world, we're leading, we might have values in categories like company culture, customers or clients, um, revenue values, um, social impact, perhaps. And we could go on from there. 
But like, let's take company culture. Okay. So let's let's kind of play that out a little bit. Do you value company culture? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. We, company culture is important. Culture to us. is super important. So what's the culture? I know a lot of companies. The company culture is a two drink minimum. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like you're walking in the door, and mm-hmm. you know, you know, it might be ten in the cold, ten o'clock in the morning. It I think might you've been be watching one. too much Mad Men. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel I'm, like I, I you don't get that. to drink your lunch anymore. Very maybe in Austin startup culture, you might. I don't know. There's a couple of shops I know. I'm like, uh, boys, you know, need a woe back for sure, though. A happy hour and like a social culture, there there can be expectations. Um, Oh, yeah, but I'm talking specifically about what do you hope your company culture is? When I talk about company culture, how do people relate to each other in the company? So drinking might be your culture, but it's unlikely that that is your stated value. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about company culture. One value for company culture might be excellence. So we're going to do things over and over and over again until they are perfect. And there might be a higher price point, but we want to make sure that people know that we're looking for excellence in everything that we do. I've worked at a company like that. It's high pressure, but people are very proud of the product mm-hmm. or a company culture might be their, their value might be speed. And then that might not mean that their value is excellence. <laughs> right. I've seen <laughs> some stuff like that too. <laughs> um, well, that looks good. Ship her out. Yeah. We, we were part of a group for a long time where there's a big poster on the wall that said good is good enough. <laughs> and, and I mean, sometimes that's true. Sometimes, uh, great is the enemy of good you know sometimes perfection makes you never ship your product Mm -hmm. you know um but there's a it's a very different value if your value is excellence versus good is good enough right right yeah because then Mm. yeah there's that's all that but you know what i mean some people say well that still makes money yeah right but but then what's the is there is there a cost to that money well, maybe, but you know. I mean, it's it's a valid way of looking at things. I don't, I don't know that either of those, but I would fall into either of those camps, to be honest. Um, I think for me, company culture, a value that I have is that people people are fully engaged and have a have a voice that people feel seen and heard and valued. Mm-hmm. So, whatever we're doing, my priority is going to be in developing people. And and getting getting the full intelligence of my team, which is definitely not a value in some places where oh, yeah. it's like I'm the boss, do what I say. My value is for people to do what I tell them to do. My way or the highway. You know, as leaders, sometimes our value is to be the most impressive. Sometimes our value is to be the, the best pe- that no one ever was. Bum, 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 bum. Pokemon, I want to be the very I feel like best. Every time you and Jack sing that song to me, I'm no like, one ever was. I should know what this is from, but I totally ba, don't. Ba, ba, ba. This is the second time this has happened. <laughs> 
Jack's like, Mom, Pokemon. Pokemon. Like, I don't know. Gosh. We're gonna post the video to I the feel dude like who sings that song the way you, he box it out, baby. The way you sing it, I feel like it's like from some eighties movie. And I'm I'm, I'm going well, down the wrong probably, like mental well, file list. It's from the nineties. So it's not the eighty eighties per se. Yeah. But. That's not the same. It's but a dude cartoon. rocks it out like the eighties. I mean It's probably why you like it so it much. It is. <laughs> okay, anyway, I think we beat that horse about culture there's a lot of the point is that in 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 each category of values you get to decide what is most important to you Mm. and then once you know what is important to you once you know what you want your company culture to look like and what your values around revenue are and what kind of impact you want to make and what kind of um, customer relationships you want to have you can then take those values and look at the activity that your employees and that you are doing and and is our team moving towards our values? Why right. or why not? And then you can actually recalibrate if it's not because you have some intentions <gasps> so you can be intentional in your leadership and consistent. Oh my gosh, there's nothing worse in my book than working for a leader who constantly changes the target because they <laughs> don't have any clear inner calibration and they're just like whatever they heard that day on the radio now they're like you know what we really need to focus on is blank like well yesterday you said this like ah, I'm, I'm on this new kick now this new like thing. holy crap i'm just like peace out i can't do this with you or I, my favor is when they go to the to the latest management conference and they come back with whole new management strategy. It's going to revolutionize everything, just like the last management conference they went to. <laughs> you got to put like three to six months in between each conference. So just when you get the hang of the new, like they just bought the whole workbook and you have to fill out these new forms and do everything this way, then there's another conference to go yeah. to. <laughs> no, you don't want that for your people. What you want is a consistent set of values and that you continually come back to and calibrate toward. And if you right. do that, and then you, if you create the values, if you do the work to know what your values are, and then you consistently let them show up in your activity, then people will start to want to be part of your team and be engaged in. Right. And people will know what, where they're going, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, having a team that has direction and focus is amazing. But when the leader starts to flounder on that or they keep flipping the channel, dude, you know, the teams, you know, then folks on the team are like, dude, it doesn't even matter, you know? And then they're just, you know, digging holes and filling them back in to collect a paycheck at the end of the day. And what kind of product, what kind of service? is a company going to be providing if that's if that's the mentality there's no direction and when you have a compass to abide by when you have those clear values then you can actually start pointing things in the right direction but without that gosh you know and Kimberly and I have both both been part of organizations where that's been well all these things by the way we we've lived oh yeah you know <laughs> And and sometimes you know I know that I've been on some of that flipping the channels hard probably uh, from time yes. to time, <laughs> and I'm like ooh squirrel. Um, but you know as as time has gone on, as I've at least gotten gotten older, if not wiser, 
or not older. No, I mean, he's, he's definitely struggled with this shiny object syndrome. I've definitely been responsible for the absorbing everyone's values around me and letting it fill my calendar size. So we have definitely wandered all of these paths. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I guess that probably brings me to the point where, you know, uh, here's my little mini commercial for a second. All right. You can, you can do it. All right. So, um, (laughs) don't make it too long because he once made like an hour and a half long, five minute video. (laughs) That's true. That I just like cried laughing all the way through. Yeah. So I got so to the point where I I sucked so much at keeping (laughs) my life on track with the values that we, cause this is something that Kim and I have, have tried to do our entire marriage, you know? And so, uh, but there's been times where I'm just like, man, I, I know I need to do this, but I did, I needed something to help me. And all the planners that I would look at and all these things, you know, I, I hated them. And so I made a planner and a compass and a whole thing to help me keep in the direction that I want to be moving in, you know, so I can actually be intentional with a real intention. So that sounds fun, doesn't it? It does. And guess what? I'm going to not let him talk about it anymore on this. Yes, but it's free. <laughs> However, it's free. You and can go to our website at creationcurve.com slash compass. compass. I know I'm like, that does not sound yeah, right. that's not right. It's creationcurve.com slash compass. And you can get this downloadable printable planner that he created. And um, it could maybe help you as well. Yeah. There's and a there's, fun there's video. A- <laughs> Sorry. There's a fun video where I talk about it and Kimberly makes fun of me. It's great. You watch you, wait till you see his slides. Like you never could even imagine how detailed he wants to be about this planner. <laughs> he, it's like he loving. It's like when someone writes a book, and then they lovingly talk about it like their child. It's kind of like that. It is kind of like that. Um, but it's also funny. So if you're nerdy enough to watch the video, then enjoy because um, we have we have heard it's pretty funny. But so to recap, recap, we have a problem in our society. That is almost a mantra of being busy and exhausted. We're busy, but we're not benefiting. And the source of that problem is that it's impossible to be intentional without intentions. And so the solution is to live and lead by your values, not the clock. Boom. Boom. Mic drop. (laughs) You've been listening to Creation Curve Leadership. Thanks for hanging out with us. By the way, right now at the at the launch of this podcast, we are we are in the middle of a virtual launch party. Virtual launch party. We so, like parties a lot. Yeah. So come over and join us over at Facebook. It's Facebook.com slash creation curve. Yeah. Go find our, our events. We got giveaways and virtual dance parties and <laughs> all kinds of all shenanigans. Kinds of goodies and shenanigans. But uh, we would love to see you there and we will be posting this in the event. So Uh it it, it will be happening in the next couple of days. So our virtual launch party is going to be two weeks long and it's going to include a lot of virtual fun and some actual like real life giveaways. (laughs) And so things. So definitely if you're just listening to this and you haven't found our Facebook page and you haven't said you want to go to this event now is the time because it is not too late to get in on the goodies that that are parts of the giveaways. Yes. We've got some awesome stuff from all around Austin mm-hmm. and beyond. For those of and you who beyond. are from far away, there are some prizes that you don't have to live in Austin for as well. Yep. So 
you've been listening to Christian Kirby Leadership. This has been Coach and Kimberly. Thanks for hanging out with us. And don't forget to swing by the party. Mm-hmm. Party. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing over I don't there? Know. <laughs> it's like it's like what like, a great episode that's like <laughs> the word of the world go with that i don't know Just, <laughs> all right so thanks for hanging out with us we'll see you next time see you next time peace peace, peace.